Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this new crazy mother. What's up, monkeys? Welcome to the Live Wild or Die podcast. And before we dive into the show, just a couple quick announcements. The Monkey 360 Kickstarter campaign has six days remaining. We're at just over 1.2 million, and we would not be even close to being there without the Monkey family. So thank you guys so much for supporting us, supporting Wildness. I think this is going to be one of our best products yet, and uh, we got a whole bunch more on the way. So I am psyched. And... We really appreciate the monkey love. If you can share the campaign during these final days, that is much appreciated. So thank you guys. And then also this episode was inspired by monkey Zach Lambert. He sent in a note via Instagram. So monkeys ask, we listen. So really appreciate the questions. And if you guys have time, we also really appreciate you leaving reviews on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts and Please subscribe to the Monkey YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram so you don't miss out on announcements, workouts, all that good stuff. So diving into the show, please enjoy. What's up, monkeys? Monkey Dan here, and welcome to the Live Wild or Die podcast. On this episode, we're going to be talking about programming courtesy of a question from the wild man at Zach Lambert, Monkey Zach. And I'm just going to dive right into his question and then uh, we'll talk here. So Zach asks, y'all should do a podcast of how you do your programming. I know you do a bunch of mini workouts and have your baseline pull-ups and dips. I guess I wanted some insight in terms of how you program day to day. I do jujitsu as well. And I used to do a three day split. And I'm wondering if doing micro workouts through the day is better on my body versus getting home late and waking up super early to beat my body down. Great question, Monkey Zach, and uh, let's dive right into it. So what I do personally depends on my goals. So I always like to maintain a solid base level of strength and conditioning, and that, that means being both strong and having the dish, and having the conditioning to go far. So I like to have both at, at all times. And Although that's going to fluctuate, you know, I think of it kind of like a balance beam. Sometimes it's going to tip towards strength, sometimes toward conditioning, but I always like to have, you know, a solid level of both. And that's going to vary person to person. So I'm always doing some running, hiking, cycling, climbing, snowboarding, whatever kind of is in season out here in Colorado. And then on top of that, I'm always doing calisthenics and monkey exercises. So one thing, one thing I wanted to note is when I say strength training, that can mean a lot of different things. So strength training, I equate to resistance training. So that means I might be using a barbell. It might be just body weight resistance. It could be kettlebells. It could be sandbags. It could be going out in the woods and the mountains, grabbing a rock, grabbing a log, whatever it is, but I'm always doing some, some form of resistance training. And you know, I do this baseline calisthenics and monkey exercises pretty much every day. So I have a pretty solid base. So I'm just going to walk through this last week of what I've been doing. And, uh, yeah, we can go from there. So Monday morning session, wake up three sets of 15 body weight, squat, push up, and row using pocket monkey. Then I did a 10 minute 
EMOM. So every minute on the minute, I did 10 burpees. So 100 total burpees. And then later in the afternoon, did four sets of each. So I had my sandbag. So so taking a step back. So I've got a just she's over. She's just over one now. She's like 13 months. So in the afternoon, I'll get home. I'll take her out in the front yard. Let the dog run around. Bring my sandbag out and just uh, I'll kind of work out intermittently while she'll run off and I'll have to go kind of wrangle her back. But so typically I'll just kind of make up maybe a couple of triplets, something like that. But I did four sets total. I did 15 squats plus 20 lunges. That's holding the sandbag. And then I did 20, I just call it a pull under. So basically I'm in a plank position. I grab one side of the sandbag, slide it underneath me and then pull it back across with the other arm. So it's a great core, a little bit of arm, just awesome anti-rotation stability workout. And then third exercise is just a loaded carry. So I'll toss the bag upon my shoulder, maybe do a front rack carry. and I'll just walk back and forth. It's probably like 60, 80 yards, not terribly long, but enough. You feel it. It's, I use a heavy bag. So that's Monday, Tuesday, wake up three sets, 15 squat, push up row. Then I'm gonna do a little additional core session. So I'm gonna do this five minute plank workout. So basically what I do is I hold a plank for 40 seconds then I rest for 20 seconds. I repeat that for five times total. It's a five minute workout. You can adjust that work rest interval for whatever works best for you. So if you wanna really get spicy, you could bump it up to like 50 seconds and then a 10 second, hold, 10 second rest, that's hard. Um, or you could drop it down to like 30, 30, you could do a 15 second hold, then a 45 second rest, whatever works for you. But just over time, try and try and tilt that work rest ratio. So you're holding longer and resting less. And on top of that, I'll do, oh, well, on top of that, I did three sets of 20 Russian twists with the kettlebell, little weight, and then three sets of 15 V ups. So that's workout number one. Notice there's a theme here. Workout number two. So afternoon run, just three miles at what's called MAF heart rate. So it's 180 minus your age, pretty mellow heart rate. I'm just, it's really for me just trying to get out. I have this like accumulated volume theory I'm playing around with right now. So I'm not trying to go like exhaust myself for a 10 mile all out effort, just three miles, MAF heart rate. Again, 180 minus your age. And on the course I run, I'll stop and do three sets of 10 pull-ups and 15 dips. So that's Tuesday, Wednesday, wake up, do three sets, 15 squat, push up row, pocket monkey style. And then might be feeling the last few days a little bit. So I'll do about an hour of monkey yoga. And essentially what I do is it's like a sun a or sun B. I, I, I can't remember all the yoga lingo, lingo, <laughs> yoga lingo. I can't remember all the yoga terms specifically, but yeah, I'll do about an hour of yoga. A lot of Lunging, a lot of back bends, just going through that kind of flow. So I'll do the down dog, up dog, forward fold, back bend. I throw in some kind of accessory stuff where I'll do like just pressing my hands over my head. I'll do some rotator cuff work. I'll do squats. I'll do Jefferson curls as a part of this yoga session. A lot of lunges, a lot of deep squats, just really just trying to get warm, get loose and kind of flush out any of that soreness from the last few days. And then later that afternoon, so again, that was a morning session that afternoon, 
there's a nice loop around the neighborhood. It's actually that same three mile loop. So I might walk that now. And then instead of doing the three sets of 10, I might do five sets of six pull-ups, but I'll alternate sides. So I'll pull like towards my right arm, lower down, then pull towards my left arm, then do 12 dips and then eight toes to bar. So pretty casual pace. None of this, none of this is like super exhaustive. It's just this accumulated effort. You know, I'll finish like for the sandbags, you know, 15 squats, 20 lunges or the planks on the pocket monkey. You know, you finish that you're, you're, you're breathing hard. You're feeling it, but it's not like your day's not ruined from it. So Thursday, wake up. You might've guessed it. Three sets of 15 squat push up row. And then I'm going to do or then I did, I should say. So, okay, this is the, uh, I'm reading for my notes here. So this is, this is an awesome workout. It'll, it smokes me. So I'm I'll get warm. So it's a kettlebell workout. So heavy double kettlebell thrusters every 30 seconds for seven minutes. You do three. I'm using, uh, they're one and a half pood. So 53, 54 pound kettlebells. So it's a little over a hundred pounds total, but man, it's, it's so much different than using like a barbell or something that's more stable. So I'll do three heavy kettlebell thrusters as fast as I can. And then every 30 seconds, I do another three for seven minutes. So if that's six a minute for seven minutes, it's only 42 total reps. But the point of that one is being explosive, being fast, going hard. So I'm hurting when I'm doing it, but it's just, it's not that much volume. So I usually recover from that pretty well. And then depending on the weather, might take the little girl out front that afternoon, do something like four cycles of a bent over row, do 12 reps of that. Then I'll do 10 sandbag over the shoulder. So I'll basically kind of straddle the bag, grab it, explosively bring it up and toss it over my shoulder, turn around, grab it, throw it back the other way. I'll do that 10 times back and forth. I'll do a shuttle sprint. So I've really gotten into sprinting a lot in the last year ish really last six months more so, but, um, definitely starting the last year. So I'll do, it's probably a 80, 60 to 80 yard shuttle sprint. So just back and forth across the grass, one turnaround. So you've got to accelerate twice. I like that. And then, uh, I'll do overhead sandbag press eight reps. So again, four cycles of that. And this is, this is why I'm watching the little, the little wild ones. So, uh, you know, the rest is the rest intervals are very, uh, undulating. They're not all consistent, but you know, again, it's just accumulating that volume and just going hard when I'm going and then recovering, uh, playing around with her. So then this morning, Friday, what I've done so far, I did three sets of 15 of my classic monkey morning sesh. So that's 15 squats, 15 pushups, 15 rows, three times. Then I did, this is a strong first workout. It's called simple and sinister. It's a kettlebell workout, super easy, quick. You get a hundred reps, hundred kettlebell swings, super fast. It's five minutes. So basically what you do is every 30 seconds, you're doing 10 one arm kettlebell swings. So I'll do 10 swings with my right arm and it's Russian. So I'm going chest tight, eye height. So I'll do 10 swings with the right. If I have 15 seconds left. I'll rest the remainder of that 15 seconds and I'll do 10 swings with the left. So every 30 doing 10 swings and that's hundred reps real quick. Then on top of that, I did just a 10 minute circuit. You know, I wasn't like sprinting through it. It was just kind of a moderate pace. So I did 
eight single leg RDLs holding a kettlebell. It's a 35 pound kettlebell. 10 rows, 10 push ups, 10 pikes. That's all on Pocket Monkey. And I did the rows steep. Push ups, had my feet in the straps, pikes, trying to really go through full range of motion, big trunk flexion. And then I finished with eight goblet squats, just holding the uh, one and a half poods, so the 53 pound. So I think I got through four rounds of that in the 10 minutes. So pretty good little sesh there. And then uh, I'm at Monkey HQ right now. I'm gonna record this, upload, and then I'll head out, stop at the uh, little calisthenics park in my home and just hit three rounds, 10 reps each real quick. Well, I'll do three rounds, 10 pull-ups, 15 dips, just get that final little Friday session. So that's what a typical week looks like for me. Sometimes I might do some more running, Sometimes I might do more kettlebell work. Sometimes I might do a lot more monkey-based stuff. It just it fluctuates. But I've basically been doing something like this week since, let's see, since about mid-July. And uh, before that, I was doing a little bit more weightlifting. I did um, I did the Grand Canyon rim to rim to rim, which is it's over 50 miles. It's over, I think, 12,000 feet of vertical gain and loss. That's both gain and loss. It's in the Grand Canyon. Did that in May. And actually, for those of you that haven't been listening too long, I, w- I went in April with a group and I, li- I rolled my ankle literally like a half mile into a, you know, 50 plus mile run. So I was super bummed, but I was lucky it wasn't a horrible sprain. So uh, I was able to rehab pretty quickly and go back a month later and get her done. So, but leading up to that run, I was, uh, I was doing actually quite a bit of weightlifting. I was doing kind of this hybrid program where I was doing, still doing my monkey morning sesh. So I would do the three sets, 15, still doing some yoga a couple days a week. But then I was trying to get in a long run on the weekend, which for this time, I don't think, I think my longest run was around 20 or 22 miles. It wasn't, wasn't crazy long for a 50 mile race. But what I did do was instead of trying to do like a 30 mile day or a 25 mile day or these super, super long days, what I did was I would cluster, you know, but are still long days, but I, my longest was I did a 15 mile day and then a 14 mile day and then an 11 mile day. So that's, what is that? 15 plus 14 is 29 plus 11. Is that 40 miles? I think so. Yeah. So 40 mile day or 40 mile within three days, And it was, I think for me personally, that type of training for long distance running for ultra running is just, that's money. I like, I like going long. I like going those 20 plus mile days, but just having a kid now and we're busy monkeys here. So it's just finding that time to go for, you know, a marathon on a weekend. It's, uh, especially running trails is, it's just, it's a, it's a big time commitment. So, you know, I could bust these out in a few hours and be home for, you know, brunch basically. So. Again, that clustering was what I did for those, that last kind of peaking long run. But, you know, most of my runs for Grand Canyon were eight to 12 miles. It wasn't nothing too crazy. And uh, we're fortunate here in Boulder. We've got such good trail terrain and you can get so much uh, vertical gain in that. That was super helpful. So that was my long run. And then during the week, you know, I'd go out for, you know, maybe Tuesday, get out for three to five miles, Thursday, maybe you know, five to eight miles. One week I might do some more interval based work where I'm doing like, it's called fart run. So you do, you might do like one minute at a 
real hard pace and then jog for three minutes and then repeat that, you know, anywhere from three to eight times, depending on what you're feeling. So just kind of mixing it up all the time. And that's, I think really important too. If you want to see results, if you want to get better, you, you have to add weight, you have to add reps, you have to change it up. You have to just find all these different ways to challenge yourself. And for me, having these kind of adventure goals that, that really helps add variety to the way I train. So if I'm training for a big climb, I'm going to train much differently than a big run or, you know, a few years ago I was doing Olympic weightlifting competition. So obviously you're not going to be running marathons to train for that. Although I did do, I used to do this, uh, I called it the spring trifecta. So it was a 10 day period where I would do a big wall climb, an ultra marathon and a weightlifting competition. And I did, I think the last one I did was I did the touchstone wall in Zion national park, which is not huge compared to like El Cap, but still big wall did a 50 K trail run. And then I was signed up for an Olympic lifting meet. It got snowed out. So I just, I went to the gym and maxed out my lifts. And I, I think I hit like 90 or 95% in the snatch and the clean and jerk. So I was pretty psyched that I was able to do all that stuff and still maintain, you know, have this awesome level of endurance, but then still have that explosive strength. So it's possible for sure. So in conclusion, well, no, we're not, it's not conclusion time yet. So I think the question to ask yourself Zach and monkeys is just, it's, what do you want? So if you want to get strong, you got to lift heavy. If you want to build endurance, you need to run, you need to swim, you need to cycle, whatever it is, get your heart rate up, jump rope. If you want to be both strong and have endurance, do both. I think, uh, that's been something that, you know, I've all, I've pretty much my whole athletic career. I've always done strength and conditioning. I've never really just done strength. I've never really just ran or done pure cardio. And there are some studies that show concurrent training does affect strength, but there's also other studies where people are able to get strong and, uh, well, studies is the wrong studies is the wrong term. There's, and there's certainly anecdotes of guys that are strong guys and gals that are strong and can go super long. So, you know, you look at these CrossFit competitors, they're, they're legit. Same thing with like, you know, Spartan racers, all that. But so this concurrent training concept, I listened to a guy, Ross Ashley, Ross Edgley, not Ashley, Ross Edgley. He, uh, he was on Joe Rogan and he swam around the UK He's a wild man, but he's jacked. Doesn't look like a guy that's going to go swim for six months. But, uh, he talked a lot about concurrent training and what I've heard from other coaches and other anecdotes as well as in order to do that. Well, you need to space apart the strength session and the conditioning session. And, uh, I did when I was doing the big wall climb, the big run and the weightlifting competition, that's pretty much what I was doing. And it worked, it worked well. So I would, I wouldn't like go for a five mile run and then, you know, go do Olympic lifts. I would go do a five mile run and then in the morning and then later that afternoon or evening, then I would lift. So I would allow recovery in between and I'd actually do it the opposite. So I'd usually always lift. I would try and do my strength training first. 
and then do cardio or endurance training later on. And, you know, if it was a long run day, then I would usually just do the long run. If it was a super heavy lifting day, would probably just do the lifting. And then, you know, if you, if you want to get flexible and mobile, you got to stretch, you got to do yoga. I mean, it's, it's simple, but it's a good reminder. If you want to be good at something, you got to do that thing. So it's, it's said principle, specific adaptation to imposed demands. So I've been all over the place, but so really to answer. So Zach, I hope this gives you a little more insight of what I'm doing kind of as a higher level picture day to day. And again, things are just going to change as depending on what specific goals are, but you asked what's better, what's better on your body. So doing the micro workouts or getting up super early after a late night jujitsu session, you know, I think the answer should be obvious. If you're, if you feel beat down, desire to train, that's, that's becoming Kelly Starrett's been talking about that and a bunch of other Brad Kearns and all these other guys, it keeps coming up. It's this concept of how do you feel? What's your desire to train? And if you're waking up and you just, you're not super psyched to go lift, then that's probably an indication that, you know, you're a little overreached in your training and, uh, you might need a little more recovery. So that's where those micro workouts could be an awesome way to get in lifting, monkeying strength work without, without it being exhaustive. So again, the way I'm looking at it is, and, and this was, uh, I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head, but there was an MMA trainer that he was on Joe Rogan talking about, it was this Russian system of training and basically what they're doing is just trying to accumulate volume in a non-exhaustive way. And uh, a bunch of other folks have been talking about this recently. I certainly think it's legit. And, uh, so I think if, if you're, if you're worked from jujitsu, I think you could do micro workouts throughout the day. You could still lift heavy, but just don't do, you know, you could do, you know, a heavy set, a couple heavy sets, maybe in the morning, a couple heavy sets, midday, couple heavy sets mid afternoon, or you can just have a longer session where, or, or you could just take more rest in between sets. So again, it's, it's how does, how is that training affecting you? You know, if you do three sets of 10 pull-ups in two minutes, that's going to make you way more tired than if you did three sets of 10 over 10 minutes. Right. So I hope that's answering your question. And just my, my one word of caution would be with their micro workouts, because, because it is non-exhaustive, it is actually pretty easy to keep doing a lot. And, uh, there's, it's probably a month ago. I just, I was really getting into the groove with these things and I, I was feeling awesome. So I kept doing more and more and more. And then I finally kind of hit this point where I need to like kind of take a week off. Just, I'd, I'd done so much volume cause I had the energy. So just make sure you program rest, even if you're not necessarily tired. So I think, you know, anywhere from every three to six weeks, I think is a good, a good kind of benchmark or good rule of thumb to just, you know, if it's been five weeks since you really kind of took a week off, even if you feel good, you know, maybe just do a few less sessions that week, maybe just lower your volume a little bit and be proactive about recovery versus trying to play catch up. So the final thought I'll leave you guys with is, 
you know, you can have this awesome training program. You can doing all, you can doing all the physical stuff, right? But you got to eat well to have that baseline and that just that clean fuel going through you. So eat well, guys. I did, I just did a podcast on nutrition, so I won't repeat myself now. And, uh, yeah. Thank you again to monkey Zach for the awesome question. It really, it really helps me kind of synthesize my thoughts and, uh, give me something to talk about. So thank you. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Monkeys keep getting wilder. Keep getting your monkey morning sessions in. Keep that monkey mindset. Have a wild weekend, everyone. And I'll see you out there.